Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, VP family. It is Tuesday, November 9, and I am joined with Susan again for today's Bible reading. And um, Tuesday is the day where we share our testimony or story. Um, So I would love to hear, um, as we were talking before this off mic, um, I think one of the things I mentioned was that I thought Keith's testimony and story um, and how you two are tied together. And um, I thought it was super cool. Um, and I'm going to encourage our listeners to go back and listen to Keith's <laughs> because I think that um, he did a great job of sharing his testimony and what that um, story was like for him. Um, I'm sure it has something to do with yours as well. But if you would uh, just give us a little look into what life was like for you as far as um, what role God played in your life and maybe when your aha moment was um, with God as close and personal, I guess. Sure. Um, So I grew up in a Christian home, went to church, you know, all my life and um, didn't really know if any different. We we went to Fellowship Reformed in Holland and we always went to eight o'clock church which was a half hour service. There was no mu- or very minimal music, um, which as I got older and realized there was music, I mean, I knew there was music in church, but the music in church now I like a lot better. So. Yeah. <laughs> then, you, then, you know, some of the old hymns are good, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that um, growing up, you know, God was always a part of our, our home life and um, uh, important. Um, I remember one specific time, my brother Joel and I were uh, swimming. We had a backyard pool and one of us had just gotten back from uh, Camp Geneva mm-hmm. and we were having a conversation in the pool about God and, you know, whether he was real. And I remember that. I don't remember exactly what the conversation was, but I remember leaving that conversation thinking something's different. Um, like kind of going from your Sunday school faith to middle school faith, (laughs) if that kind of makes sense, you know, just realizing that God's really real. I mean, you probably, you knew that as a young kid, but you know, just as your faith grows. Um, And then um, after Joel was killed, obviously we, our family went through huge um, emotional and changes and, you know, along with Keith too. Um, And just to look back on that and see how God was there every, every moment, every tear, every, every day, you know, and he still is. And I, I feel like in this last week, it's just been really kind of put on my heart that God is always with us, which I know that. But sometimes I feel like he just needs to remind us of that. I feel like this past week he's kind of been reminding me of that just in different different things. So, yeah, so that's kind of my testimony, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I love, I love the raw aspect of you sharing that. Um, it always just astounds me sometimes. I think that our testimonies so often are impacted by really bad things. Mm, yeah. You know, I think um, just the more I grow, the more I learn, I realize that a lot of my maturity comes at points where life's not great. Um, and I think that's maybe by design, you know, mm -hmm. not that God wants pain or suffering in our lives, but on the other hand, I think he knows that's where we grow. Mm -hmm. um, and it's cool to hear that your story, your brother's story, Keith's story, um, it's foundational to the growth that you and Keith have in your marriage, um, as you kind of mentioned off mic as well. Um, I just think that's super cool. Not that any life lost is, you know, a joyous experience because it's not, it's death. Mm -hmm. Um, but super, super cool that, um, we can see that there's a purpose you know, that God had a purpose in that. Um, yeah. And just cool knowing, like you were mentioning your kids and you have a child named Jewel after mm -hmm. your brother, um, that that name will always be said, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and with fondness, I'm sure in um, now looking back on life. So yeah. um, I love um, that you shared your side of this testimony um, and what that meant to you. And, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's super cool to hear redemption to me. That's a redemption type thing. Like to be able to look back yeah. and say the goodness of God. Yep. Yeah. Because in that, in those moments and days, months, week, you know, after what good comes from something like that. And, right. and I mean, all in the same year, um, Joel died in the car accident. Keith's dad died of cancer. We got married. So, I mean, married is the good thing. <laughs> right. Right. But just, um, you know, the faithfulness of God was with us through, through everything and still is. Yeah. So. And we don't always see that, right. No. When we're in it, we no. don't always see what God's doing and, right. um, how he's maturing and growing us in their painful moments. Mm -hmm. But, um, it's cool to be able to look back and then say, yep, even yeah. though that was a painful experience, even though I don't have my brother here today, the goodness of God shines through. For sure. Um, and that's just a really super cool testimony. So thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as we dive in on uh, Tuesday's reading, we are going to read Daniel 12, verse 1 through 3, a nice short one. So if you would be kind enough to read that for us today, I'd appreciate it. Sure. I'm reading from the NIV. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as such as, as has not happened from the beginning of the nations until then. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, other, others to shame and everlasting contempt. 
Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens. Those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Thank you. Um, It's nice and short. I like that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do too. I feel like when we're reading it, there's like, there's a whole lot more that goes on beyond that, but our task was to read just one through three. So we're going to try and glean whatever we can out of one through three. Sounds good. So what was something that stood out to you in these verses? Well, this may be kind of silly, but who's Michael? (laughs) (laughs) That was like the first thing that I was like, well, who's Michael? Like the archangel or, I mean, who are they talking? Who's Michael? (laughs) So I don't know why that stood out to me, but it did. Um, And then the other thing was um, warning that there will be a time of distress like never before. And I mean, the world that we live in right now seems pretty scary sometimes. So seems like that it's going to get worse. (laughs) Right. Yeah. um, First of all, if you read in the NLT, which I kind of like, we can answer that question because in the NLT, it says at that time, Michael the archangel who stands guard over your nation will arise. Oh, well, so there's my answer. You were right. <laughs> you guessed it right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Michael was the, he's the angel that's like the the battle, you know, warrior, right? I feel like if I remember correctly, he's the, um, yeah, he just always is associated with battle. Okay. So he's standing guard. Gotcha. You know, um, which is kind of a cool image mm-hmm. um, that he's standing guard over the nation of Israel, I guess, is what this would be referring to. Um, and then, yeah, as you mentioned, the end times and the the time of anguish or scariness or, um, yeah, just not good things. Um and I had the same thing. I said, like, sometimes that's what we're living in. I don't know, like, over the last year and a half, COVID things, um, it just seemed to be, like, overwhelming somewhat. Like, okay, like, it is this it? <laughs> it feels like this could be it. It feels so dark and so um, divided. And, um, yeah, it just feels so heavy that I feel like, okay, well, this could be it. Are we ready? This could be it. Um, of course, we don't know, right? right? We were told we will not know. So even if I predict that this is it. <laughs> I think that's a good thing I'll that we don't probably, know. Probably, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I don't know that I'd want to know that mm-hmm. that day or time. Um, I don't know that I'd be any more ready, to be honest, um, by knowing the day or time. So it's probably a good thing mm-hmm. that I don't. Um, so I did notice that, too, the end times can seem scary. I struggle with end times prophecy. Um, I don't know that I've ever noticed before. I mean, Jesus talked about the end times. Um, Revelations obviously does. I don't know that I ever noticed before that Daniel had end times prophecy. Like, so we're talking Old Testament prophecy and not like Isaiah prophesying about Jesus coming, but Daniel's has a prophecy about like, this is beyond Jesus, right? Like this is Jesus coming again. So like he knew that that would be happening. Right. Um, So not just like the prophecy that Jesus comes, but then afterwards that he'll come again um, and what that time will be like. So I, 
I never knew that before, I guess, as I was reading I thought Daniel. the same thing. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who was not well-versed in the prophecy of Daniel. Um, it's not a very big book. And so there's probably a lot to read in there, but um, I just found that interesting that I had never really heard that before. Um, was there anything else that you had on this one? Um, I have that sleeping in the dust. So I that just kind of stuck out to me. Does that mean like the people that have passed away and we've, you know, are sleeping in the dust? Um, does that mean, I guess this kind of just made me have a lot of questions. Um, does that mean that they're sleeping right now? Like they're not in heaven right now? Or I don't know. And maybe that's kind of deep for for right now. But right. I was like, I, I'm not sure what that means. Like, are they just in waiting, you know? Right. So I think, um, I think that's probably why I struggle with end times prophecy type stuff as well. Because I feel like it brings up way more questions than I have answers for or have time to look for answers for. For sure. Um, so I think there is a part of that and maybe we're not supposed to know all of those things. Um, I do like in the new living translation, again, it says many of those whose bodies lie dead and buried will rise up. So the bodies, right. Are that which die physically death and then they're buried. So at that time, then they'll be raised up. And at that point they'll be, you know, either, like that final judgment, you'll either go to everlasting life or you'll go to eternal damnation or everlasting disgrace, as the NLT says. Um, so I think like our souls, obviously, at death are separated from our physical body. So I think that is, you know, like that will go to heaven, right? Our spirit, who we are at our cores, that goes to heaven at death. Our body's the only thing that remains in the ground. Mm. Yeah. But I liked your face when I mentioned that the <laughs> dead bodies will rise because Susan's face had quite the look of disgust, like, Ugh, I don't know that I want to be here when that happens. <laughs> and I kind of feel the same way. If that's what your face was all about there, like that vision of seeing dead decomposed bodies, and we have to assume that they're decomposed at that point, right? I would assume. Because they've been in the ground. And yeah. For... So I don't know if maybe when they're raised up, do they come to a, a a whole, their final good body again? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know the timing of that. Maybe that's but... why we're not supposed to know. You know? Right. We're just, God has many good things in store for us and we're just not supposed to know. <laughs> yeah. And I would imagine like we'll all be there at that point, yeah. whether we're alive or we had already passed out, like we'll all be there and know and see right. how that all transforms. But you're right. Maybe it's best we don't know I think <laughs> ahead so. of time. I think so. Because it would be kind of creepy maybe if it's yeah. like the living dead kind yeah. of creepy. <laughs> and I'm not all about creepy. Halloween Just ask time. my family. <laughs> no, I'm not either. I'm not, I'm not big in that. So, um, but yeah, I think it, I think it is it's cool in the sense that, you know, everybody will rise at that point, mm -hmm. at that last day. Um, whether we died before Jesus' return or we're still alive at that point, um, 
all humans ever created will rise and have and have two destinations yeah you know one or the other um and thankfully as we've had side conversations thankfully we're not the ones that have to decide that or get to decide that because it's not a job that i would want Me <laughs> in either. determining no. No, thank you. um eternal disgrace or everlasting life yeah definitely agree with that <laughs> Trying to look at my notes here and see um, if there's anything else I have in the verse four, um, which is beyond our reading. But I liked that it said um, to Daniel, but you, Daniel, keep this prophecy a secret, which I don't understand now because I feel like it's not a secret anymore um, because we have the Bible, but I don't know what that means. Um, seal up the book until the time of the end when many will rush here and there and knowledge will increase. Um, part of me like read that and I thought, well, like that, that could be the time that we're living in, you know, like I feel like technology, our movement among the earth is mm. way greater, you know, like in the time period, you know, just over the last hundred years, say, you know, I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of years ago that this was written, but um, just in the last hundred years, like the increase of knowledge, the increase of travel and movement um, has exponentially increased. Um, so I think that if those are the signs of the end times, we're certainly looking at whether that be a thousand years or two, I don't know. But I think we're definitely looking at like we've got end times signs. Oh, yeah, I would you agree. You know, we just don't. I mean, I think there's some maybe leadings to how what what that time period looks like as far as how much time. But again, it's in the Bible and it's in God's time. So a thousand years is like a day, a day like a thousand years. So we don't know. We don't know. Again, um, probably as just as well that we don't know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um but Jesus actually referred to Daniel's prophecy when his prophet, when he kind of prophesied the end times. Um, and he told us what to watch for, you know, and he said that we would never know when that's going to be. Um, but I think the purpose is just to like, so that we just keep watching mm -hmm. and to be ready. To be ready. Yeah. You know, as long as we keep watching and keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, um, the timing of it really doesn't matter, you know, because I think just by doing those things, we'll be ready. Right. And that's ultimately the goal um, is to be ready when he does return. Um, and then, of course, along the way, hopefully bringing righteous to him, you know. Um, so that's all I have on Daniel. You have anything else on your. That's about all I have, too. Points? I had. um any action steps and I just had continue to learn and, you know, try to teach others about Jesus and, you know, bring them to him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't know. We don't know. We don't know when that <laughs> That's be, kind so. of our job while we're here. Right. Right. And yeah. I have a lot of learning to do in that. So <laughs> right for us to be ready and then to bring others into the fold so that they're ready. Right. right. You know, I think in some regard, we do that just naturally as parents, right? We True. have 
a responsibility to bring along others. Our little lambs. Um, our little lambs <laughs> as we help grow them and mature them, um, hopefully in a faith as well. But um, yeah, replicating in some regard ourselves. So, mm-hmm. well, with that, I think that we probably hit it all. Um, I'm going to read the blessing again for today. It is from the Amplified Version of Numbers. The Lord bless you and keep you, protect you, sustain you, and guard you. The Lord make his face shine upon you with favor and be gracious to you, surrounding you with loving kindness. The Lord lift up his countenance or his face upon you with divine approval and give you a peace, a tranquil heart, and life. And as we um, sometimes feel frightened or afraid or scared of end times prophecy, um, I just pray that the peace of God will just overwhelm each and every one of you and our listeners, um, not to be afraid of those end times, but to be ready and to have a peace about um, what God is doing. So go forth in your Tuesday and have a great day. We will be back tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.